to the Rational Rage Network. See Kevin Owens tonight because I said so. Now let's talk about last week. Card subject to change. Real clever, boys. A lot of people making comments that they got one past us, Paul. That they outsmarted us, but let's make this very clear. That way of thinking is beneath me. Cards subject to change is how losers think. People who can't get the job done, people who are scared to come to work, that's how they think. I don't miss appearances. I show up and I put in work. Legitimately, it took it took my health being at risk in a pandemic to keep me out of this room. So I don't want to hear from anybody ever that I've missed an appearance. That is why I am who I am. But what if I did think like Adam Pierce? What if I was a puss like Adam Pierce and I just started saying, my elbow hurts. And Paul, my my shoulder hurts. I don't, both of them. I don't think anyone would doubt it because how much work I put in when I say my knee hurts. And my other knee hurts. And my neck hurts too. It does. What else? My ankles, they've been bad since college. What was I complaining about earlier? My back hurts, yeah, you're right. My back hurts because I've been carrying this damn company for years now. Paul, what what if, what if my back continues to hurt until next week, until next Sunday? It's the Royal Rumble, I know. What if I can't make it because my back hurts? Guys, this has gone too far.
Roland Heyman, it's, it's too much. This thing is spiraling out of control. Out of, out of control. He's gonna come out here and he wants to talk about control. I think we know who's in control, but I'll tell you about control. What's out of control is that you would go against me. What's out of control is that you would try to do Kevin Owens a favor and put him back in the main event, put him back in the universal title picture. That's out of control. The fact that you favor him, that is out of control. You know what you're not even doing a favor for me. You're Kevin Owens' bitch. And if you're his bitch, that means you're most certainly my bitch. And what really pisses me off, what I really can't stand, You have the audacity to come out here and complain about how your body feels. You haven't been in a match in what, like four, five, six years now? Six, six years. And you're gonna come out here and complain about how your body hurts. When you're, you're sitting here standing next to the thoroughbred of the WWE, the guy who gets it done week after week for years now, 52 weeks a year. I've done it five days a week, four days, it doesn't matter, I've done it all. And I never complained. It never bothered me. I never stopped because I bust my ass for this place. That's why I am who I am. And you're gonna come out here no wonder. No wonder. No wonder you never made it to the WWE. That's funny to you, Heyman. Look, I can stand here and I can take that from him and I can take the physical intimidation from him, but I sure as hell am not going to take it from you. Someone that doesn't grow up to be a man? Do you know what it's like to hang out with the Anawaii family? Have you any clue what that's like? So I get it. I understand you buy into the persona that I put forth on television. You you think I'm not capable. You you think I'm I'm I'm, I'm impotent as a man. You don't think I can handle myself. I'm from New York. I'll whoop your ass, you disrespect my tribal chief. Want to scare me down? Huh? 
may not be a lawyer, but I come from a synagogue to some of them. And in the state of Florida, a verbal agreement is legal and binding. So you want a big main event for SmackDown tonight? You want something new and different and unique and huge? Adam Pierce. One-on-one. Straight up. Versus Paul Your verbal agreement is official. Wait a minute. This is really going to happen? Well, it is going to happen. Adam Pierce, the WWE official against Reign Special Counsel, Paul Heyman. I just watched that happen with my very own eyes, and I'm not entirely sure that I believe it. Paul Heyman versus Adam Pierce tonight on Friday Night Smack. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the PWC Presents. This week, we're uh, we're reviewing SmackDown from the WWE. It's uh, it's a wrestling show, and it's uh, well, it's not the worst wrestling show in the world. <laughs> uh, before we get into it, <laughs> before we get into SmackDown, uh, let's go ahead and uh, introduce the people to the pro wrestling loot crate. Uh, you know, anybody listening uh, to the PWC right now, go ahead and check out the Pro Wrestling Loot Crate. Uh, when you subscribe, not only are you getting awesome Pro Wrestling merch, you're also supporting us, the PWC. You'll receive Pro Wrestling merchandise ranging from DVDs, T-shirts, posters, action figures, signed photos, and much more. All this from companies such as WWE, AEW, Impact, ROH, and independent companies throughout the U.S. Receive up to eight items per box, at least six pro wrestling items per box. Nothing like this before. Rare, unique wrestling items. Yeah, please take a look at that and uh, check out the link in the description. It's all good. Anyway, let's move on to SmackDown. Um, before we actually get to SmackDown, I'm Chris Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like bullshit in the morning or lambs with Noel. I'll keep repeating it until you get it. And even when you do get it, I'm going to keep repeating it. I'm on here tonight with my co-host, my trusty sidekick. That's right. I'm devoting him to sidekick on this one. <laughs> no, he's my co-host, Jimmy T. Jimmy, how the fuck is Australia other than hot as shit? <laughs> First of all, I didn't know I was the trusty sidekick. Wink, wink. Um, yeah. Uh, well, it, yeah, it is hot. It's extremely hot. And uh, you know what? After watching SmackDown tonight, I'm glad I did because that seemed to be hot. You know what? It really was. I, I was expecting to, to do this show and to just be, you know, our usual pithy selves making jokes and laughing 
talking about stuff, but this was actually a pretty good episode of WWE. I, uh, I'm pleasantly surprised, just so that everybody's aware. The whole sidekick thing, that's really just because when we first logged on, we weren't recording. Jimmy said that he was the head of the table, and I didn't. I don't want to feel like I'm Paul Heyman. Um, <clears throat> anyway. Oh, shit. <laughs> speaking of Paul Heyman. Speaking of Paul Heyman, he starts off the show coming out with Roman Reigns. Um, I really, really like this opening segment. Um, Roman Reigns comes without me talking about how the whole card subject, just card subject to change thing happened last week. And he basically just says, I don't care about that. I don't care who I'm, who I'm facing. Losers care about card subject to change. <laughs> I'm just coming out here and I'm doing my thing because I'm the head of the table, etc., etc. Um, he just really delivered this great. Um, you know, he talks about, oh, my, sh you know, my shoulder hurts and my neck hurts <laughs> and my back hurts from carrying this company for the past <laughs> couple of years. I thought that was a pretty cool line. Um, he basically hints at not showing up to the Rumble. So Adam Pierce comes out and I don't know. Adam Pierce is a little awkward on the stick, to be honest with you. I didn't really like his delivery here. I feel like he's not sure how to be. I feel like he's not quite sure exactly how subservient to Roman Reigns he's supposed to be. Um, and that can just be that can just come down to Vince McMahon not knowing exactly what he's supposed to be or telling him one thing and then five minutes before they go out telling him another thing because that you know that never happens with Vince McMahon. Hey, right. Uh, what did you think about this, Jimmy? Dude, I'll I'll get to the Adam Pierce part, but uh, as far as Roman Reigns goes, I honestly thought this was his best promo in years. Honestly. I thought he delivered tonight, man. He looked like the badass heel that he should be. He, he, what he said was spot on, dude. Like, he was on point. I was actually pleasantly surprised by Roman Reigns, man. I think he really is the, the head of the table, the chief of the table, whatever of the table that he is, right? He really is the man, and he deserves to be the man in WWE right now because he's head and shoulders, and I'm not talking about the shampoo. He's head and shoulders above pretty much everybody in WWE right now, man. I mean, do you, do you disagree with that or do you agree? I mean, seriously. To me, there are three people who are the tops of the WWE right now. And, I mean, I think that their champions really are, like, you know, three of the top guys that they have. I think that Drew McIntyre looks fantastic. He's great in the ring. Uh, he's being pushed really well right now. I think that Roman's up there. I think that Killer Cross in NXT is the is the third part of that trifecta. Um, if I was going to say that one guy was ahead of anybody else, I would say that Roman Reigns is probably the number one guy in the number one company right now. And that's that really. I mean, he is the big dog. He's the head <laughs> of the table. He's the tribal chief. He's the you know what a what a, I I don't know what else Vince McMahon calls him but he's the top guy in the top company and that means something. he's a brute <laughs> look at him you know what I mean like man he'd be creaming in his fucking panties Vinny I'm telling you he'd be fucking absolutely creaming over fuck he'd be in the back you know that that meme you know the gif right or jif whatever you want to fucking call it where he's in the back of the chair like this is like, ah <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you man that's what he's doing as he's watching Guarantee it, man. I wouldn't be surprised if he's jerking himself off while Roman is fucking talking. 
Ah, oh, look at that Roman. Ah, oh, look at it. Let, let's let's <laughs> be honest. Let's be honest, though. He gets Stephanie to do it. Moving oh. on. Um, <laughs> Gee, that fucking so. fucking nose. <laughs> All right. So moving on here. Um, looks like the main event tonight is going to be uh, Paul Heyman versus Adam Pierce. Uh, we all kind of knew that wasn't going to happen. Uh, I think. I called I think that. Nobody called actually that. expected this. Well, I definitely right. didn't. I, mean, I, I said it in the group. It was like, right. On. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Anyway, um, I thought that everybody involved here was good. Uh, Paul Heyman has always been good on the mic. Uh, I feel like Pierce is, like, talented. I'm just not sure if he knows exactly what direction his character is supposed to be going in. Um, and... Oh. Roman I'll, Reigns was fantastic. So I'll tell you why with Adam Pierce. First of all, his background is Ring of Honor, pretty much, right? And NWA, Hollywood, NWA, cyberspace, whatever the fuck it was. He's come from the indie scene, like literally, man. And he was he was okay in uh, Ring of Honor, but to me, I was never like I remember him. I've seen him in a lot of matches, and you know what? He still looks great. I was surprised that he's still in shape. But I was never his, like, the biggest fan. Think of him more like a, maybe a slightly more boring version of Dean Malenko, maybe? Do you okay. know what I mean? That, and that, and uh, okay, yeah, well then. You understand what I mean. Like, he kind of reminds me of Dean Malenko, except not as, and, and this is funny because I don't think Dean Malenko's got any sort of charisma per se. You know what I mean? But I'd put him above fucking... Uh, not much. Yeah, not much. Because he's a bit, you know, boring. But that's kind of like Adam Pearce, right? Like, he's just... What you see is what you get, man. Like, nothing special. He never made it to WWE proper. kind of bland. Yeah, just bland. Just your typical indie guy that thought he was above that shit in some ways. You know what I mean? No offense, uh, Mr. Pearce. All right. Well, I mean, like I said, he did okay here, and if that's if that's his history in the business, if he's if he's always been kind of a meat and potatoes, you know, kind of guy, then maybe he did better here than I expected, and maybe it's not Vince's fault, which you know I'm loath to say because usually oh, I'm like, sure you know, it's Vince's fault still because that old man's <laughs> fucking crazy. Oh no, it's still Vince's fault, and that's my point too. He just he's not used to getting that sort of. Uh, fed lines you know what i mean and having to probably remember what to say and shit like uh, that yeah. you know what i mean so yeah i'll still blame Vinny, but you know he's just become gerald briscoe 2.0 let's hope he's not pat patterson though you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> but anyway right. okay uh speaking of pat patterson who's from <laughs> montreal another wrestler from montreal comes out next see how i did that oh, nice nice segue this uh, Sammy, Sammy Zane. <laughs> He's doing a conspiracy theorist gimmick right now. Um, That's as funny. a result of him, you know, losing a match the other night. Can I just say, is he becoming uh, he Jericho? He's got a sign. He's Jericho circa 97. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I mean, this is definitely a gimmick that we've seen in the past. You know, right. if you were paying attention to WCW at the time. That was definitely a Chris Jericho thing. I find that gimmick to be pretty funny, personally. Yeah, me too, so me too, definitely. I wouldn't mind if he stuck with it for a bit. Well, he, he can pull it off. He, he definitely can pull it off. And and I love Sami Zayn, bro. Like, he's so, like, he's the workhorse of that company, in my opinion. You know, like, your Mr. Fix-It type of guy. Like, 
when you need someone, you know, that good hand. And I know that's probably a bit of a knock to him. I don't even mean it like that. This is just how WWE fucking view him, unfortunately, you know? Like, when they need someone to fucking... Yeah, he's one like, of those guys... Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely one of those guys who could be anywhere on the card. Like, right. you could have him be an opening match guy taking the loss, you know, as a heel, as a face. You could have him winning main events as a heel or a face, part of a tag team. Uh, he's an exceptionally talented professional wrestler, and uh, I like what they've been doing with him. I feel like, well, he's not, you know, some people get a little too wrapped up in, like, you know, oh well, he hasn't won the he hasn't won the championship yet. Well, I mean, Ugh, like big fuck. I get it. I get why people think like that, but at the same time, like he's having lots of time. He's he's being given big segments, lots to do. You know, I I like the way that they're using him right now. He's on TV quite a bit. I agree, man. He's he's a great talent, man. I just hope you know he keeps up that momentum. 100%. So we're going to get uh, get uh, into this opening match now. We have a wrestling match, and it's Asuka and Charlotte, who are the women's tag team champions. I didn't know that because I haven't been <laughs> following. Neither did I. <laughs> uh, Asuka also, I guess, is is the women's champion on Raw. Oh, shit. Yeah, that you're right. right. I, I, I forgot about that. I actually didn't realize that. You're right. Uh, Asuka is a, a Raw wrestler. I actually didn't... Uh, click on originally but i'm glad you brought that up but yeah you're right spot on all right so they're uh they're wrestling Liv and ruby riot uh who are accompanied to the ring by billy k uh who's dressed like a ska kid i guess um she looks oh, ridiculous geez. uh <laughs> Oh, man. I mean, the gimmick for Ruby and Liv is to look ridiculous, but right. they still kind of look cool. <laughs> Billy Kay just looks awful. Um, I don't know who you're this talking match about. Was, <laughs> this match was really bad. Like, really bad. First of all, Flair and Asuka, are they heels? Because the way that they were working in this match was as heels, because, you know, they were they were cutting off the ring... Uh, Asuka was basically like mo doing mocking gestures. Charlotte at one point was even shoving Liz, uh, Ruby, <laughs> Ruby Rose, or Ruby Rose, <laughs> Ruby, Ruby Riot. Riot's head down. Yeah, while she was about to take a, you know, get a tag. It, it just, it came off as very weird. And then there was a ton of botches. There was a missed super kick, um, et cetera, et cetera. Charlotte and Oscar get the win. Uh, did you have anything to say about the match? Do you want to be completely honest with you, Chris? I do. I walked outside and went and took a dump during the <laughs> match. So I can't give you too much about that because I'm glad I did because that fucking sucked, clearly. You know what I mean? And as far as them being heels or faces, one thing I did pick up tonight there's no who's the clear baby face on this roster other than Kevin Owens and even him I'm not Daniel Bryan oh yeah okay Daniel Bryan but that, is that it though it might be <laughs> that's a, that's the problem man everyone's a friggin heel or they're just in the middle like in limbo I, yeah it's strange man but as far as I thought Oscar was a baby face on Raw I thought right so I guess that makes her a heel on SmackDown. I, I, don't, I don't fucking have a clue, bro. I, I don't know. 
I, I'm, you know, very much confused about the way that wrestling gets booked lately. I, it seems like just in the last couple of years too here where, you know, you've got faces cheating to win and, you know, the honorable heels and, you know, getting out, you know, I I just, whatever it is, this, this was just, you know, symptomatic of a problem that I've been seeing in professional wrestling. Um, Anyway, let's move on because um, there's a backstage segment here where, uh, you know, Australia's version of Bret Hart gets kicked out of the riot squad. (laughs) So how many fucking Australian versions of Bret Hart do we have here, Chris? Now we've got two? Literally every time I can make this joke about a pathetic Australian wrestler, I'm going to try to do Motherfucker, mother... And it always has to be the... Why can't you fucking say that about Rhea Ripley, at least, or fucking... Uh, uh, what's her name? Fucking Storm. You know what I mean? Like, why, why do you have to fucking... Why Emma and fucking... Uh, I don't even want to mention the other fucking bitch's name. But anyway. Billy Kay. Yeah, yeah anyway, I don't know who you're uh, talking about. I, I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Well, She's embarrassing, neither bro. neither do the Riot Squad because <sighs> she, she gets kicked out. Um, <sighs> I, I have nothing to say about this segment. I just, I, I probably should have skipped it. I just really wanted to get in that Australia's version of Bret Hart thing. You're a fucking cunt, uh, bro. You're, you're a cunt straight up. C-U-N-T. In capital letters, bro. That shit is... That's not cool, bro. That's not cool, man. (laughs) How dare you... Like I said, I'm not Australian, bro. I don't know. I'm not, okay? (laughs) I'm Greek, okay? I'm Greek. I talk like this now. Anyway. All right, that works. (laughs) Uh, Moving on here. Uh, Daniel Bryan comes out for an in-ring. He basically uh, talks about the rumble. He's doing one of those promos where you know... Like he's been given the task to essentially explain to the audience what the Royal Rumble is and how it works, but to try to do it in his own way, you know. And so he right. talks about how exciting it is. You know, you don't know who's going to come out next, and he just talks about how much he loves the Rumble. Everybody loves the Rumble. No doubt. Um, talks about the unpredictability factor and how that is what makes the Rumble great. I think that that's accurate. Um, you know, like I said, just really sort of telling people a Royal Rumble's coming up and this is what a Royal Rumble is to try to sell it. Um, Cesaro interrupts. Um, I'm pleasantly surprised to see Cesaro and Brian in the ring. Uh, right. Brian even says he wants to go, but Cesaro says, well, you're not dressed for it, so no. And I'm going to challenge someone else. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, anyway. Uh, Dolph Ziggler comes out with these pajamas. Again, confused as to <laughs> what the fuck was oh, that God. shit he was wearing, bro? I don't know. His his like attire gets weirder and weirder <laughs> the longer he's in this company. Do you think he's the new Shawn Michaels? If you get my drift, wink, wink. You know I what mean, they say. It's it, apparently Vince about and the- him and Vince. I mean. <laughs> yeah do you think he uh he gets uh <laughs> do you think he's a fan of cream pies jesus christ okay <laughs> we're, we're we're taking a hard right turn away from this fucking subject uh let's talk about <laughs> oh man what else can i think dude all right like i mean seriously like i don't know man it's just weird weird shenanigans going on there but 
I don't know, man. I don't know. It's no wonder why he's called Ziggler. I know it's German, but uh, yeah. Zigzags and ziggles and zigzags. Anyway, um, Cesaro and Ziggler, zig, whatever. Uh, they have a match. Uh, the wrestling match is is not bad. It starts out very amateurish. Right. Cesaro's going for the pin. Ziggler seems to be more focused on submissions. Um, Cesaro does the big swing. I'm just gonna say, if you're a heel, don't do that. That's <laughs> oh, no. really, really not a heel move. Um, I, I, it's a, so it's a good technical match. I, I gotta point out something that Daniel Bryan did on commentary though during this match that I absolutely loved. So in the middle of the match, these guys are wrestling. They're having a pretty good in-ring segment. Cole asks Bryan about his thoughts on Sami Zayn and you know the sign holding that he's doing out by the ring and i fucking loved that daniel bryan basically cut him off hard mm. and said like I, I don't know anything about that but i do know that these guys are having a really great match in the middle of the ring right now and just brought the focus back to the match and right. i was like this is why if you know you love daniel bryan no doubt about it and you know what's good about Sami Zayn? It's not like he stole the show. It's like you forgot he was even there at times. You know what I mean? So he played his little role pretty perfectly, in my opinion. You know what I mean? He wasn't trying to take anyone else's heat or anything like that. And as far as DB goes, I mean, it's Daniel Bryan, man. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like he's... Look, without the fans, it's hard to sort of gauge. I'm sure everybody would be going, yes, 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 whatever, right? I'm a fan of, of Daniel Bryan, man. No doubt about it. But, well, like I said, maybe because I haven't been keeping up properly, but what, what the hell's going on? Like, what's what's the story behind Daniel Bryan? I don't know. They basically talked about that Cesaro beat him last week. And so they may be sort of, you know how, like, every year leading up to the Rumble, they run a number of programs that find a head in the rumble right something happens in the rumble to sort of pay off these these feuds they're mini feuds really they're not like big major you know issues between the people but there's the little feud and then at some point in the rumble they come face to face and one eliminates the other or whatever that seems to be what they're doing here with cesaro and brian um which is fine but i mean daniel bryan you said it best without the fans it's hard to really tell but daniel bryan is an absolute superstar face for this company and he deserves to be booked as such no doubt i mean is he still in the title picture most of the times these days or has he become a mid carder do you know i feel like he's sort of an upper mid card uh type of type of an act almost like bret hart when he first went to wcw WCW, if that makes sense right right no totally that's i knew you 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 were alluding to that and that's a shame see to me that was an insult to bret back then in my opinion but uh with daniel bryan i'm the thing about him he's he's cool like he's a team player man you know what i mean like he's i think he's just happy to to do his part you know what i mean at the end of the day if i was db man i've been there done that i'll just be grateful that i can even be in this position that i would be right now because let's be real mate i mean he shouldn't even by rights he shouldn't have even been able to be back dude so that's a miracle in itself so i'm just happy to see him on my tv screen and, and that's about it you know what i mean whatever he's doing i'm a fan me of me too me too 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm always happy to see Daniel Bryan. He can, it, it, you know, even when he was just an authority figure, I felt genuinely happy watching him do stuff on TV because right. you just want good things for him. You know, the, 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 the most wonderful thing I find about Daniel Bryan is that, you know, he has his politics, you know, that, you know, he, he wants to save the environment and et cetera, et cetera. You know, like those kinds of things. He's pretty staunch about that a lot too. Of, Yes, but unlike a lot of other, you know, famous people, he doesn't come across as, and if you disagree, I fucking hate you, which no, tends to sure. be in so many famous people's, you know, social media and stuff like that. Right. Whereas Daniel Bryan just very much sort of focuses on like, this is what I think, this is how I feel. And if you feel differently, that's okay, kind of an attitude. And, you know, we need more people like that in the world, especially famous people who are generally dickheads well i can tell you a story about daniel bryan the reason why he's become what he's become there's a kind of a little backstory behind it before he went to wwe have you heard of the documentary wrestling road diaries at all yeah okay the guy that actually produced and directed that i actually know he used to be part of ring of honor i've become pretty good friends with him actually right over the years right anyway if you did you ever watch that with colt cabana and daniel bryan yeah, yeah if you remember he had a he had like a liver problem like liver enzyme problem right he used to be uh he never used to be vegan believe it or not he was actually a meat eater and all that but because it was fucking up his liver he turned to you know the environmental shit right now and it's pretty much not only saved his life but saved his career too man so i guess that's why he's become really staunch about what he's doing you know what i mean so I I, I yeah. can get that. I mean, if it's if it's because of those reasons, man, I'm all for it. I mean, at the end of the day, as long as he's not fucking throwing it in your face where you have to be like me or else, you know what I mean? Then I don't give a shit, man. That's his dealio. And like you said, man, he doesn't he doesn't he comes across like he doesn't care if you're not the same way as he is. You know, if you don't if you don't share the same beliefs, it's all good, man. Like. I'm, I'm yeah. all good with Daniel yeah, like Bryan. he seems like he'd still be cool with you. Right. You know what I mean? No doubt, man. So that's the story really behind all that. But, man, like I said, I'm just grateful that he's still around. He's still active. I just wish the fans were there, man, you know? Oh, and as far as oh, Ziggler yeah, goes... I, I like I like seeing the yes chant. <laughs> no, no doubt. I just want to say about Ziggler, man. People forget that he's a fucking all-American wrestler, dude. Amateur wrestler. You know what I mean? He's an, I believe he won an NCAA title as well, dude. So he's a legit shoot fucking wrestler, dude. Like, he's a badass, really, man. I, I know I was giving him shit before, but that's WWE, WWE's fault. Like, they've booked him to the point where the fans have turned on him, dude. If you remember, people were into Ziggler, man. You know, I think if he went into MMA, like, a few years back, he would have been fucking great, man. I'm telling you, he you can't I sleep feel on Ziggler. Like he probably would have had a shot. Yeah, I, I, he's not gonna. He's no CM Punk. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuck that oh. guy. But yeah, anyway, just a truly untalented, unathletic person who's a wonderful <sighs> pro wrestler, and know. he ruined it. <laughs> like best in the world, <laughs> eat a dick, Punk. All right, you prick. <laughs> right. No, fuck him anyway, man. He's anyway. a prick. Okay, uh, Cesaro wins with the neutralizer. It was a good match. I'm glad they got the match. Uh, 
always happy to see. Literally all three of these guys um, are people who I'm always happy to see. If you've got any, if you've got a wrestling match on TV and I see Cesaro, uh, Dolph Ziggler, or Daniel Bryan involved, I'll probably stop and watch no the match. Because those guys hey, can all go. Between those ropes, those guys can all go, bro. Including Ziggler. Absolutely. All right. Um, so next up, we've got Sasha Banks versus Reginald. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about Reginald. He's apparently uh, hanging out with Carmella and picking her wine. If right. He, if he's, I'm getting he's, that right. He's pretty much 2021's version of Virgil or Vincent. Okay. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> seems like Vince McMahon has a specific thing about... Uh, black guys in fancy names I've and, and butlers and your dick right hey you've, come on man if people can't see through this shit but let me just say one thing right i didn't know this was the match i wanted to see <laughs> seriously <laughs> like honestly honestly as choreographed this match was not bad this match was fucking brilliant i know it was choreographed as shit it really was right but you know what put yep. that shit aside that was fucking it was ballet no doubt about it that shit was a fucking ballet when you really break it down these two cunts were fucking were fucking dancing right but you, i don't know why i don't know why but i fucking enjoyed the match like it was actually that reginald motherfucker impressed me dude you could tell he must be some sort of capoeira slash fucking uh what do you call it aerobics fucking type of dude because he yeah, can he's dance, definitely bro. not some guy off the street. No, no doubt about it, man. And man, that dude can fucking move. He impressed me, dude. Even Sasha Banks impressed me, but he was carrying that match. Make no mistake about it. He made Sasha Banks look like a million bucks, dude. Absolutely, dude. And so I have a question for you. So are they planning on pushing Reginald? Because I feel like he had a really good showing here against the women's champion and right. someone who does move the needle for a lot of people. I like Sasha Banks. I, like, she moves the needle for me. I'm excited to see what she's going to do next because she has a ton of charisma. Um, are they going to push Reginald? Or is this basically just Vince McMahon making a point about men and women competing i'm legitimately asking this question by the way and i legitly legitly was actually thinking the same thing when i was watching it because this is what confuses me about this fucking company they don't want to they, they don't want to have men beating on women and whatever right supposedly but a few weeks ago we had elixir bliss fucking throwing hadugans to randy orton and now he's a burn victim what a joke right anyway fuck that show and now we've got fucking uh, Reginald. Is that his name? Reginald? Reginald? What the fuck his name is? Yeah. Virgil? Let's be real. It's fucking Virgil, all right? First. Just a more classier version. Anyway, and a shorter version. But uh, anyway, man, I don't know. Because the thing is, the, the last few times I watched SmackDown, I know who this guy is. I didn't know he was that good, right? So I don't know his background. I don't know his history or anything. To me, he looks like the love child of, like, JD and Wale fucking, if they got together and fucked and <laughs> out came fucking Reginald, right? But um, I don't know where they're going with him, man, but I like him. Like, I like this shit. You know what else impressed me, dude? Did you see when Sasha Banks was coming out to the ring 
and you had fucking Sami Zayn there, like trying to get in on the camera. Dude, those new camera angles they've got and those effects with the camera work, whatever the fuck they did, fucking impressed me, dude. I never seen that up until tonight. And I was like, damn, what the fuck, man? This is better than Hollywood shit. Their production has gone way up. Yeah, WWE production is always top notch. Um, if only they could get people in there who knew how to write. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's another story, man. But man but look i don't know where they're going with this but if uh i'm all for it man I, like i said i didn't know this was the match i wanted to see like that i had to see yeah no it was it really was like like one of the better parts of the night like <laughs> it really like was. you said there was a lot of it, it seemed very choreographed i but was at the same no time like you wanted to pay attention because you're like like this is strange you wouldn't expect like in <laughs> yeah. this spot you'd expect Reginald to just get his ass kicked, right? Because mm -hmm. you know he's not a wrestler, he's not a he's not a competitor. But like, damn, if he didn't have a really good showing here, so that's good. I really like Sasha Banks. Um, maybe this is just me. Carmella does absolutely nothing for me. I I just want to change the fucking channel every time I see her. Just be honest, bro. Does she not have a dog of a fucking head or what, bro? I mean, I'm not the like, fucking best-looking really dude bad. myself, but fuck, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> Her fucking head. I don't know if it's all the fucking... I don't know if it's all the um, the plastic surgery, because these bitches are starting to fucking look like... They're getting all sorts of fucking surgeries going on, you know what I mean? But Carmella, hey, man. She's Corey Graves' fucking girl, right? Whatever, man. <laughs> I hope she's fucking... <laughs> I hope she's good in bed. That's all I can say. I... Look, man, she doesn't do anything for me. The only time I liked her was when she was with fucking, uh, with Enzo and uh, her ex-boyfriend, big fucking sassy Cass. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's when she was all right. You know what I mean? You know, she was the bitch from Staten Island, even though she's not from there, but whatever. You know how WB is. But after that, yeah, I can't stand this shit. But you know what? I don't mind her pairing with Virgil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it works. It works. It works. Out it works. Um, all right. So the next the next thing here is the backstage, and we've got uh, Paul Heyman kind of leaning over Roman Reigns, and he's saying like, "Oh, you know, I knew exactly what you wanted me to do, and we're we're gonna we're gonna get uh, Adam Pierce tonight." And Roman basically says, like, "No, like this is a thing that you're really gonna have to do, Paul. I don't I don't know why you would think that." That I'm gonna let you get away with not defending the honor of the family. Stuff <laughs> I love like that, that man. I like literally. I can't remember all of the words here, but his delivery, no, right. Roman, by the way, like his delivery was completely fucking brilliant. To me, this segment was a better um, was better in terms of the way that it was delivered because he's quiet. But he's, right. what his words are saying are very forceful. He means what he says, and he's speaking so quietly that it's it's the kind of thing where he knows you respect him enough that you're going to listen, even though he's almost whispering. Right. I fucking loved this. Me too, man. It. I'm telling you, Roman Reigns, look, I wasn't one of those fucking haters that, that was, like, booing the fuck out of him or fucking saying he didn't deserve to be where he was. Because the truth is... Before, before this debacle where everyone was booing him and all that shit, he was a monster heel in the Shield, right? When they were heels, when they first came in, 
and he was great then. Yeah, sure, he didn't talk. It was Ambrose and Rollins pretty much talking. But but as far as like Roman Reigns go, he suffered from circumstance. Let's be honest, man. This is all that was Absolutely. all WWE's fault, and that's why he was in that predicament. But right now, oh boy, he is man. The thing is, I've been watching a lot of professional wrestling, you know, with other companies like you know New Japan, AEW, like you know as yourself, right? But you know, having not watched WWE for a while and then watching it tonight, I mean, it's hard to knock fucking Roman Reigns, dude. He's just got this thing about him, man. He really is possibly the best complete professional wrestler in the game, bro. I'm going to give him those sort of props because, you know what, man? He deserves it. If he's not PWI's fucking number one wrestler, like, at the end of the year, it'd be a fucking travesty. He deserves that spot, dude. I think you're right. I think very rarely does that completely line up for me. I mean, I, you know... I was never a Shawn Michaels fan. I, you know, I respect what he did, but it, it never Same really <laughs> interested me what he was doing. Right. I respect Stone Cold Steve Austin, but it never super interested me. I'm what he was exactly doing. the same. I same. was, I was completely, you know, I was completely out of wrestling for most of John Cena's run, and when I did see him, I was not interested whatsoever. Um, I was a so fan of his. I won't lie. Well, the Thugonomics version, though. Spin. The Thugonomics version. <laughs> um, but for me, like the guy that's being pushed the best and the wrestler who I think really is the best, you know, performer, very rarely completely lines up. Uh, but it completely lines up in this case for me. I, I think that Roman Reigns deserves everything he's getting. And I really, honestly, as much as I love KO and as much as I love the idea of Roman facing The Rock at WrestleMania or whatever, um, I really hope they keep the belt on this guy and keep focusing on him as this character right. because there's so much depth you can get from it. it it's it's really a wonderful story <laughs> it is you know? it really is and it's the only thing that WWE have invested on where they've stuck to it let's be real like they've stuck to it you know what i mean that's unlike WWE of today where they actually stick to the fucking to the narrative you know what i'm saying but with roman reigns they're playing it very delicately which is brilliant they're they're keeping him how they should they're protecting him no doubt about it they really are but that's fine protect him the guy is their jewel all right smackdown is the show what it is because of him you know what i mean and and dude like i said i, I said it before but he deserves to be in this position and you know what's funny if the fans were actually around what's the bet they would be cheering him just to piss vince off anyway no question people would be cheering him like there's no question in my mind that he'd be he'd have already turned himself face right. like you would have to have him do way worse things to way nicer guys in order to get really truly booed by the fans um he would have to go after daniel bryan's neck every Ooh. couple of weeks in order Oof. to keep any kind of heat like he's that good he's that good 100% with you there Chris I mean what more is there to say the guy is the guy is the man he's the fucking big dog bro he's he's the chief he's the fucking head of the table he's fucking oh, I dare say he's the head of professional wrestling right now it is what it is 
that's his spot, and until somebody takes it away from him, I'm I'm just gonna enjoy what he does. Uh, speaking of enjoying uh, things, next up we've got an uh, intercontinental championship match. Uh, it's between Big E and Apollo Cruz. Um, I'm gonna say before I get started on this match, I, I don't know about you, bro. I'm not like like I'm not like a big like guy into belts. Like I know some people are like crazy about belts. I don't have a belt. I've never had a belt. I'll never own a belt. Um, but I hate the new fucking design on this Intercontinental Championship. You, you know why, bro? Whack. It's a racist belt. <laughs> you know what it fucking looks like? And and, and it's, it is based off Shinsuke's fucking sort of thing. It looks like a fucking ninja star in, in some ways. Think about it. Yeah. Take that shit yeah. off the fucking leather. Flick it. You know, cut some grooves into it, and I'm telling you, it's a fucking ninja star, or at least a frisbee, bro. <laughs> you know what it's, I mean? It's it's awful. It's really awful. I mean, the the Intercontinental Championship has had a lot of different like looks. Right. To me, like the one I like the most, and I know people, I know lots of people really loved the white belt that uh, sort of Cody Rhodes had brought back when he was when he was there and that that lasted quite a bit after he left too but no doubt. to me the one in the 90s that like benoit and jericho were were always fighting over version. where it was oval but it was like a little yeah, yeah. stretched oval yeah, yeah. i loved that fucking version. and the that plate was, was smaller sort of thing look i'm a big fan i'm a big fan of the original intercontinental uh design which was based off that white one the white one that cody was using and you know mm -hmm. the, the one that he had was pretty much based off the original design. I'm a fan of that, but I'm also a fan of the Attitude Era version as well. But this Ninja Star fucking Frisbee, whatever the fuck it is, sometimes I don't understand the logic. I get it. I get the logic, actually. I'll take that back. It's all business, bro. It's just to sell fucking merch. They do this for that reason, bro. I mean, like, like you said, I've never owned a belt. I'll, I'll consider myself a fucking wrestling mark, right? But uh, yeah, I'm not that marky. I'm not that much. I'm not a marked heart, all right? I'm not the. F I don't need a fucking belt to go around saying I'm the champion, guys. <laughs> I'm champion. And, and look, champion. Look, look. If if you're if you're that big a fan, uh, all the more power to you. I'm not. Trying I know. To I'm not knocking off. But yeah. anyway, that's harsh, too. You're right. You know what, man? I'm a I'm a fucking <laughs> asshole for doing that because I've got heaps of friends that fucking love their fucking little belts, all right? The, look, the only belt uh, I fucking <laughs> like is the one you fucking actually put on your pants. You know the you know you know those ones. They're the only belts. Yeah. They're the only belts I, I'm into. You know what I'm saying? And I mean that <coughs> in terms of fucking because it's a necessity at times, not because I'm actually collecting them or anything like that, right? But yeah, I get you. Right. But sorry, sorry, friends. I didn't mean it in a derogatory way. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I, I don't play with fucking belts. I don't pretend I'm a champion of anything. You know what I mean? It's just, it is what it is. Hey, man, man. I, I, I think very much that if, if a fan brings a belt to a show, they should have to defend it. <laughs> Fuck, uh, we're assholes, uh, anyway, bro. We're fucking cunts. Just the worst. We're just the worst people. Uh, anyway, speaking of the worst people, Sami Zayn gets involved in the match and he ruins it. Um, it was kind of fun while, while it lasted. It's Big E and Apollo Apollo Crews, who I think are both um, very, very talented in-ring competitors. Um, I personally love Big E in terms of basically the whole package, other than I think that he needs to be 
a little more serious. Yeah, definitely. Um, He's got to stop fucking swindling his cock around, man. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. I don't like it. I do like, I will say as much as I don't like the Intercontinental Championship, like the way that the actual design is, I do like the the division right now. I think that both... I think that both Cruz, Big E, uh, they're both really excellent. Obviously, we've already talked a little bit about um, we both like Sami Zayn as a as a performer. Right. I, I I personally feel like the Intercontinental Championship title picture is pretty good right now. I agree, man. And you know what, man? I hadn't seen Apollo Cruz for a while. Fuck, does he look jacked or what, dude? Has he put on some, some of that B12? Has he been fucking spiking himself I, I don't know man but he looks fucking big bro yeah i i think that if i remember correctly he actually he was much bigger in the independence and uh um, as you have i think he was yeah and i think he was told to lose some weight when he came to the wwe i want to say was it for the tournament the, yeah, the cruiserweight yeah. tournament i think he was in the classic wasn't he uh actually no he wasn't he wasn't he debuted in nxt bro he debuted in nxt 100 percent. look i could be wrong because that's a while ago but i'm pretty sure because during that time i was watching nxt religiously i don't recall him in the cruiserweight classic though but kote bushi was fucking part of that so funny enough he was he should have won it it yeah if he signed if he had uh, signed he would have won it it's because he didn't sign basically but yeah yeah but then he would have been a fucking ninja or something oh anyway, no, jesus good, good call Christ. kota Oof. you know what kota means in greek bro far far away from that do, do you want to know a fun fact do you know what kota means yeah, what's that in, mean <laughs> it means chicken and it's spelled the same okay. way so if vinnie mac knew that he'd come out as a fucking turkey bro what's the better be the gobbly gook or whatever the fuck its name is Dude, I'm telling you, he'd be Kota Ibushi, all right? No doubt about it, man. Chicken Ibushi, bro. It sounds like a dish. But anyway, uh, let's move on. That's great. Okay, so next up, uh, KO is cutting a promo from inside of his car. He says that he wasn't allowed to come in tonight. Um, He talks about why he always keeps fighting. Um, (laughs) He's got his grandfather's initials tattooed on his fingers. I liked this promo from KO. Um, it gave a little bit of seriousness, and I feel like that's needed for the program he's in with Roman. Um, it, there wasn't much to it, but basically, yeah, he just gave a quick little promo about how, like, I'll be the last man standing. What did you think about KO here? I'm a huge fan of KO. My only issue with this is, I've, like, we all know KO's not going to get anywhere with this fucking feud, man. You know what I mean? And it's a shame on him. And, and there's one more little nitpicky thing I want to say. Is it just me or has he lost some mass on his arms and shoulder area? Like around the traps and shit like that. It seems like it. Um, All right. It, it could just be the tattoos. Uh, sometimes that happens where a guy gets like newer tattoos and it makes your arm look slim. But I don't know. Reason why I say that is because he's starting to look more like a fucking bum. Like, his gut is starting to fucking really show, like... And, hey, I'm a fucking fan of KO, man. Even before, when he was Kevin Steen in Ring of Honor. Like, dude, I'm a huge fan. But I feel like he's 
his fucking belly is showing too much because he's lost weight all here like to me anyway mm-hmm. like that's the Up thing the shoulders and arms yeah. right and right. it sort of Maybe, makes his yeah. stomach stand out whereas when he was more pudgy all, all around here and shit he was more evened out you know what i mean like i'm a pretty big guy myself like I, like i'm sort of evened out like around like do, do, do you right. know what i mean yeah so like no, that's, i feel you i feel you yeah yeah so that's that's the only uh gripe i have other than that he's awesome but I'm just worried that WB is going to perceive him that way like they have in the past. You know what I mean? Especially Vinny, Vinny Mac. So, yeah, like, they'll just they'll just they'll just sort of pigeonhole him in that. Right. So, where does he go after this feud? You know what I mean? Like is he going to be feuding with Sami Zayn or, or they're going to be friends again or Do you know what I mean? So, I'm just worried like in the long term for fucking KO because so I think he's starting to get booked into a corner just a little bit. You know what I mean? I I would love for them to get through this whole shit with um, uh, Drew and Goldberg, and then have Goldberg and KO have a rematch at WrestleMania, and have oh. KO wreck them. That would. Be but that's not going to happen, bro. They're not going to. It'll never happen. Like, no way. Vinnie Mac would be like, oh, nah. look at this fat shit. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> No, hey, I, I can exactly. say that. I'm a fat shit. I know that's shit. not you know going mean? to happen. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. It's just fucked up. Yeah. And I feel right, bad anyway, for him, dude. Anyway, let's move on from KO. For sure. I feel bad for him, too. Anyway, let's move on here. We've got uh, Sonia Deville, who apparently has a new job working, doing something backstage. I must have missed where they talked <laughs> about what she's doing backstage. But she's backstage in, a, in like, a, a pantsuit. She looks like... A slightly hotter, less bitchy. Um, say what you want to say. I, I don't know. What else <laughs> I can say. Oh, I was waiting for it, man. Hey, nothing against that. Nothing against that. Let's just be clear. We we all know she uh, she's an Ellen. I mean, that's nothing against her, right? Hey, she's good looking though, right? But <laughs> you know what's funny? I walked out again, right? during this sort of segment and I said oh yeah I went to have a shower funny enough right hey, see the joke I went to have a shower anyway um, and I and I said to D, who's my girl for anyone that doesn't know and I said to her tell me what I missed while I went to have a shower and, and she told me apparently that Sonya bitch she's like a boss now now I never knew that so apparently she's some sort of uh, I don't know some sort of fucking authority figure like supposedly I don't know when that happened I, I, I just don't know when that happened so I don't know man uh, what is she <laughs> I don't I did not catch exactly what the fuck her new job is but basically the street profits come out and they congratulate her on her new job and her new office that's how they put it um, they want title shots and Sonya basically said you know you guys are great but you know you're still injured so how about we let some other people get chances first and then once you're once you're all healed up again we'll get you back in the title picture so apparently she's got some swing in the office um, swings right. I'm just gonna say this I- I'm gonna say this man and I know I'm gonna catch some flack for it <laughs> this is definitely a diversity hire I don't care what anyone <laughs> says um, what type of diversity hire there Chris huh definitely um <laughs> yes i'm well, not gonna dig myself any further into all right the hole. okay but the thing is you know she's a shoot fighter right she's got a shoot background yeah. 
So, I mean, she can't be that bad. Like, yeah, she's kind of... Pers- she doesn't really have a personality. Oof. I guess she's a rug muncher, bro. <laughs> oh, boy. Yep. I'm sure that Vince McMahon <laughs> would do something classy with that. She loves rugs. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> she likes anyway, Persian rugs, all right. Apparently. Uh... Great, so do I. Let's Me, move hey, on. That makes three um, of us. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so apparently the WWE uh, still thinks that obstacle courses are good oh. because, you know, it worked out oh. so well for Sammy and Bobby. Oh, and it uh, worked out so well for Daniel Bryan too back in the day. You get it? Fuck, man. <laughs> this Just, was a throwback to NXT, bro, before NXT. Yes, this was stupid. Um, I will say a couple of things here. Bailey is actually really great as this Karen character. Like yeah, she really annoys the shit out of me. No and doubt. In exactly the way that I know she's trying to. So she's doing a really excellent job. I have said before that Bailey is actually a very, very talented performer. One hundred percent. She was agree. fine here too. Um, she was obviously hilariously bad at doing this obstacle course. Uh, took her a while to lift up the the tire, which I can tell you as somebody who runs heavy equipment, those actually are very fucking heavy tires. Oh, no doubt about it. Um, uh, she, you know, sort of gingerly stepped through the the things, and instead of jumping over the obstacles, she had a tendency to run around them. Bro, um, I walked in. She was I just s- hilariously bad. Dude, I walked into that segment, right, from my shower, right? And the first thing I see, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Hurdles? Are they fucking, are they playing hurdles? Like, what the fuck? And then I saw fucking what was happening, right? And I'm like, really? And this is where the lull period of SmackDown sort of started. You know what I mean? This is when the show was starting to sort of fall flat, like pretty bad. You know what I mean? And that's normal WWE. Always happens in the middle of a fucking show. Like, it just, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's just the way they roll. But uh, this is dumb. And fucking Otis. Fucking future endeavor this motherfucker already, man. Seriously, get rid of this fucking bushwhacker fucking wannabe. Yeah, he belongs in the tag team division. Like, if he can, like, because he he can work a little bit. He's not sloppy. He's not hurting people. No, it's not about Um, that, though. He's relatively entertaining, but he is a comedy character, and you can't push him as anything else. So, get him, ba- get him a tag partner again, and keep him where he belongs. And that's where he belongs. That's where he needs to be. At, at least turn him into the fucking you know. You remember LOD two thousand back in the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know when you had Droz in the team, right? How about we have a Bushwhackers fucking Sheep Fuckers two thousand and twenty one <laughs> fucking version? You know what I mean? Where he can just oh rock, he God. can turn up. You can have him a hybrid of the of the wild Samoans, where they used to have the chicken pieces in their mouth, while doing this shit, right? And he can go, hey, hey, and start licking everybody. I mean, fuck, who cares about COVID? You know what I mean? Just lick everybody on the fucking head, and 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 we call it a fucking and we call it a night. You know what I mean? I mean, what the fuck yeah, is this I- guy? Is he retarded? Is he supposed to be retarded or? <laughs> Like, what the fuck is he... Like, what's his gimmick, dude? Can you tell me? Uh, 
I cannot even begin to tell you what the fuck this guy is. This has Vince McMahon written all over this guy. Poor guy, dude. Like, seriously. Like, it's got Vince fucking written all over. He's, you know what he is? He's the personal fucking prank for Vince McMahon. He's just a joke to, to, to Vince. They just use him to get a pop out of Vince, bro. That's all it is, man. He's definitely Vince's newest jester. Yeah, he is. He really is, man. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's nothing against him because it's not his fault. But, like, fucking, what the fuck is he, bro? Is he retarded? Like, what's his gimmick? Is he half Eugene? <laughs> like, no, no, really, though. I'm, I'm, this is a serious fucking thing. Like, it's a serious question, Chris. I, I've got it. He's a he's a fatter Eugene. <laughs> Push him, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, if that's what he is, then fucking Otis. Otis, what is he, a dog? A cat? Uh, it's the worst. Who oh fucking name is Otis, bro? Who the gotta fuck? Get away from Otis. Who, what, right, what, what mother in their right mind will name their fucking son Otis? I don't know. There's Seriously. somebody right now listening whose name is Otis, and they're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, meow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Oh. Right. So, oh, wait a minute. Belair is. Go don't ahead. worry, don't worry. Forget it. It's all right. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. It's all right. Belair Some... is actually really physically impressive here. She. she is. Uh, I know that it was set up for her to look that way, but she really is physically like very impressive. She cuts an okay promo. She's not very good at remembering lines yet, and I mean, to me, that's not something the professional wrestler should have to do anyway. How crazy, but right? She's good at getting her message across. Yeah. Um, so I hope they push her because I really feel like she's got a, a big future in wrestling, and uh, yeah, she's great. Dude, I knew she was going to be able to pick up Otis, no doubt about it. You know what I mean? You know, and that's what he is. Look, look at him. He's fucking getting carried yeah, by fucking women, bro. Crazy. Crazy. This is fucking WWE fucking 2021, man. See, here we are. Here we are bashing it again. Well, here I am. And I loved tonight's show. I really did. But fucking, you know, it comes to a point where it's WWE's fucking colors come out shining, bro, at this point. You know what I mean? You know, typical WWE. Yes, it doesn't get any better with the next segment either, as it's uh, Rey Mysterio backstage trying to pump up his weird fucking skinny fat kid. <laughs> skinny uh, fat kid. Is this a thing? Like, uh, is Dominic Mysterio a thing? Because, wow, I, this I, I didn't know he was bad. part of the roster, bro. I didn't know he was full-time. Like I said, I haven't watched WWE in a while, but, yeah, Dominic looks like the most awkward fucking does he look like a professional wrestler to you bro no he doesn't man not at all nothing against him he's still a kid man but jesus christ dom whatever your name is dominique right please go and go to the gym pump some fucking iron if you need a bit of b12 if your daddy lets you i'm sure your daddy should let you because he was on the fucking b12s right man it's just vitamins bro just fucking Pump it up a little bit and you'll be fine, man. You'll be cool. You'll be all good. He needs to he needs grow some to be fucking on that same diet. He needs to be on that same diet that his dad was on when he was in Lucha Underground. That was <laughs> that was a big Ray Mysterio. Yeah, that was a big Ray Mysterio, bro. 
that was huge <laughs> he was a little fucking pocket rocket during that time but yeah man <laughs> i mean yeah look man look he should be in developmental he shouldn't even be on tv man i know he's been on tv since fucking he was a little fucking pudgy kid right but man come on like you know what i mean yeah he needs he needs some training up and he needs to he needs to improve his look i mean even if you know growing your bicep muscles is not the most difficult thing in the world <laughs> you, you basically like you know you need to lift weights right and you need to eat a certain amount of food and i mean he's already wearing that weird looking fucking vest thing to oh, i'm, I'm guessing it, hide bro. the fact that he's skinny fat um I mean, come on, man. He looks like a—he looks like he's trying to be a fucking Power Ranger out there. It's ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, he takes uh, on uh, Corbin. Corbin beats the shit out of him and pins him. Thank God for Baron Corbin. Uh, this match was weird. It was not good. I—I I don't know if Mysterio can work at all. Like this Mysterio kid. Um, he does seem like he's got a good amount of athleticism. Like he's got yeah. good control over his body. Right. But dude has a bad look. He can't cut a promo, and he's not a great wrestler. I don't know why anybody wants to push this kid. Well, I just want to fucking say, you know, that match made me feel a little uncomfortable, dude, because when Corbin pinned him, it actually looked like he was pinning a kid for a second. I know Dom is tall and kind of lanky, but he's not wide. So when fucking yeah. when Corbin pinned him, he looked like a fucking child getting pinned to me. And it was just like, yeah, it was a weird match, dude. I was just, oh yeah, there's nothing really to say about this match. It just, I don't even know why it happened. I, yep, I'm confused and uh, I don't like it. Uh, anyway, let's move on because I don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. Uh, um, up next, we've got our main event. It's uh, Adam Pierce who's uh, waiting in the ring. Paul Heyman comes down wrapping his hands, which I thought was a funny touch. <laughs> Um, he slips on the on the steps and he says, "Oh, you know, card subject to change." <laughs> it was a little too on the nose. Uh, anyway, out comes Roman Reigns. They brawl around the outside. Roman beats the guy up. Um, it's very uninspired. I was thinking to myself, like, God, I hope they don't go off the air with this because this is fucking awful. Uh, and they didn't, to their credit. KO jumps in. Um, I'm going to say I didn't like the fact that even though KO jumps the guy, Roman like instantly gets the upper hand, um, just physically dominates KO, throws him in the ring. Uh, KO counters a Superman punch with a stunner. I do like that he's using the stunner as a finisher. I think that it works for him, and right. it's a good move that you can put on anybody. The officials separate him. Eventually, KO delivers a pop-up powerbomb through the table, which, I mean, again, yeah, maybe his arms don't look so great, but he's still able to pick up <laughs> Roman Reigns and throw him through a table. Right. Um, I liked the way that the show ended. I like KO in a dominant, you know, looking dominant. Uh, we both know, we all know, he's not walking out of Royal Rumble with the championship, but they made him look strong here. You know, they can. St he's one of those guys who can talk his way back into anything he wants. Oh, no so. doubt about it. And that's how talented show. he is. Like, there's no doubt about it. And you know what? He fucking fucked up, Roman. He looked good, man. He actually did look good. The way they ended it, it made him look good. But like we were saying earlier in the show, 
we we all know i mean if you can't fucking see what what the the climax of this feud is then for you're stupid <laughs> you know what i mean i mean you know it's a shame dude because like i said after that where do you go uh yeah i don't know like i said like if it's me booking it i i have him okay like goldberg squashed him that's fine you needed to get somewhere with goldberg at the time i you know i understand sometimes somebody's got to take the loss right but jesus like get him let him get it back to me that that's a good story and that is a good story because you can you can tell it and people watching it will be like oh there is some level of truth to this because people who are watching wrestling people who are wrestling fans really do want ko to get a win over goldberg you know like they really do want to see it so and i feel he hasn't recovered since that time dude like really and it shouldn't have happened the way that happened man that really killed his whole mojo i think that would have killed his spirit in real life i'm talking and it definitely would have killed his confidence i mean if i was him at that time i would have been pissed with wwe and rumor has it he was pissed with wwe so i mean like i said man and i'm not talking about from my perspective i'm talking wwe's logic here right because if it was up to me, I would book him in all sorts of fucking shit. But uh, thinking like WWE thinks, I'm worried. That's all. Yeah, he's in a he's in a great position right now. But it's just a fucking... He's just a piece of meat right now, dude. Yeah, well, you know, we can hope anyway. Hopefully they do, they do something good with him because he's a very talented worker, but... I'm with you. I have very little faith in the WWE being able to book anything properly. Um, I got to be honest with you, though, bro. Like, at the end of this night, I was seriously trying to remember the last time I watched a wrestling show that I enjoyed this much. And it might have been that December 9th uh, Winter is Coming episode of Dynamite. Um, this, you so really this enjoyed the best that one. show I've seen in a month. Yeah. Oh, easy. I'm trying to. Th- oh, look. There was a the Wrestle Kingdom for me was probably the best show. Like if you watch that, you understand what I mean. But uh, other than that, definitely since that winter's coming fucking show where Sting appeared, excuse me for the first time. Since then and before that, I can't even remember. So uh, and that's great because I was pleasantly surprised, man. Usually I would have look. Don't get me wrong. I walked out like during a couple of segments, whatever, right? But uh, it actually had me watching, regardless. And even though I probably sounded a bit negative towards the end, let's not get it twisted. I actually enjoyed the show, man. It's just being, it's just being nitpicking. You know what I mean? So the show was yeah, great. I mean, there were some bad segments on the show. This is what we do, right? Right. We're gonna tell the good segments are good. We're gonna tell you the bad segments were crap. And just before the main event. You know, which again, like it didn't turn into anything. It just became an angle of blow off right. for the pay per view. That's it. But um, the the two segments that preceded it were fucking garbage, and <laughs> they were garbage. So we're gonna say they're fucking garbage. And that's it. it. It is what it is. You know what I mean? But overall, it was a good show. Like I said, I was going into this with absolutely zero expectation, dude. You know, and usually when SmackDown yeah. is on, and where I want it, like I want us to review it, halfway through the show, I'm like, "I oh, fuck this, I fuck doing the show later on. I can't fucking watch this shit." 
you know what i mean and you know what it didn't do that for me today hey that's the truth man you know i hate yeah. i hate that it does that you know what i mean to us but fuck it does bro it just it just does you know but it, this time i it, gotta be honest with you man when, when you texted me and you were like hey man you want to you want to do smackdown today my my immediate response was like oh for fuck's sakes why like why the fuck do you want me why why do you keep fucking pushing me to watch wwe's goddamn programming i will say you know if next week you want to cover smackdown again i'm more than happy to don't fucking ask me to cover raw though i can't do no 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 no. fuck that shit i can't do three (laughs) hours of that shit but you know what smackdown did has achieved one thing chris it's going to make us tune in next week and it's guaranteed to get reviewed next week at the very least. If it disappoints the shit out of us, you know what? It's Royal Rumble week too, man. So we got to cover the Rumble. That's for sure, man. I mean, that's my favorite pay-per-view of the year with anything. You know what I'm Thank saying? You. And I'm actually looking forward to that. I think it's going to be great, hopefully. It's a shame that there's no fans, but I guess we're going to be getting 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 from the... Uh, what do you call it? The... What's that fucking shit called again around the arena? The Thunderdome. The Thunderdome fucking uh, bubble. God, every time they fucking mention that too, I was just sort of chuckling to myself. Yeah, I mean, if you can get through... Like, this was actually a really good episode of of wrestling. It it really was legitimately a good, solid two hours of wrestling Mm -hmm. programming. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to next week. That's, That's the first time in, I think three or four years maybe longer that i've actually said i'm looking forward to a wwe product and i really am I'm looking forward to next week oh me too man and hopefully they keep us watching because like i said today was good put it this way smackdown was a hundred times better than dynamite let's be real it was so much better than dynamite this week uh, like you and i are both guys who really want AEW to work like, we do man I we do i really 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 want it to work but this week wwe had better everything there was everything like, the worst production segment, camera the worst work. segment on this show on this smackdown still would have been like one of the better things like if that like other than the fucking Rey Mysterio's weird little kid. Other than that, and maybe some of the Billy Kay stuff, anything oh. else on this Dude. show would have <laughs> yeah. been the highlight from Dynamite this week. 100% agree with you, Chris. And hey, man, like, like I said, I love when WWE pleasantly surprise us, man, because I was going into this with no expectation, and maybe that's what, what everyone should do. I don't know how people, you know, religiously watch WWE, man. I don't know how they do it, man. Like, cause fuck, I want to, I want to love that shit, but man, I'm just a fan as you are. I want professional wrestling as a whole to succeed. I want it to grow again. I know there's no boom, right? But there's one boom, right? The dynamite boom. But look, man, I want it. I want everything to succeed. I want every company to fucking do well, man. I'm a professional wrestling fan, not a WWE fan, not an AEW fan. Not a New Japan fan, but a professional wrestling fan, Chris. And that's what it comes down Absolutely. to, man. Absolutely, brother. Well, you're a fan. I'm a fan. Hopefully, the people listening are fans. Because if you're not, why the fuck are you listening to a pro wrestling podcast? As it is, we're happy to have you listening, fans. Um, we love you. You're awesome. Please uh, follow us on social media stuff. Uh, look up the PWC discussion group on Facebook. Uh, we're a hoot. 
we are both hilarious <laughs> um, online, at least. I don't know how funny we are in person. I'm funny. <laughs> I, I guess Jimmy's funny. He lives in Australia. Did you know how fucking <laughs> far away Australia is? Anyway. Are, are you saying on. I sound funny, Chris? Um, <laughs> Do no, I look I'm like a fucking clown to you, mate? <laughs> I'm saying that your Call people's best professional wrestler is Luke oh, Cage. That's all I'm saying. I don't know who you're talking about, man. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Is that a guy? I can't do that. Yeah, from ROH. Um, <laughs> anyway. Anyway, we're the PWC. We love you. Thanks for thanks for showing up. Uh, Jimmy, do you have anything to close with? All I want to say is thank you for listening and fucking peace out. Over and out. See, I have a lot of tattoos, right, Roman? And every tattoo means something to me. I have my wife's name on my wrist. I have my kids' names on the other wrist. I have this tattoo that reminds me of my parents. But, you know, I fight for all of them. But, but these tattoos on my knuckles, they actually explain it the best. Because these are my grandfather's initials. M is for Melvin, my dad's father. And, and P is for Pierre, my mom's father. They, they were like my biggest fans in a way. There's nothing that made them happier than to see me in the ring. And the biggest regret I'll always have is that I didn't make it to WWE in time for, for them to see me on that stage because they both passed away a couple of years before I made it. But you know, they're always with me. And the mark they left on me, it's, it's always gonna be there because I saw both these men battle illnesses that, that should have made their lives a lot shorter than they were. But they refused to quit. They refused to stop fighting. And because of that, because they fought like hell, I was lucky to have many, many great years with them. So how, how could I stop fighting? That's why. Okay, that's why I won't stay away. That is why I will just keep fighting. And that's why I'm Royal Rumble. I'll be the last man standing.
Welcome to the Rational Rage Network.